if you're tired of the standard business and marketing fundamentals, frameworks, and funnels, <laughs> you need a little mischief. Get ready to turn up the volume on the CEO Mischief Maker podcast, where you access conversations with seasoned business owners who have smashed through mindset barriers, innovated the standard boring business and marketing playbooks, and executed future-paced strategies with bleeding-edge tools and tactics to micro-fail their way into massive success and growth. We are Mindset Impact Strategic Catalysts, helping innovative entrepreneurs focus. We are CEO Mischief Makers. Ready to make a little mischief? Hey, hey, welcome to Friday, my CEO Mischief Makers. Welcome to the conversation. MKJ here. And uh, you know, I geek out on strategy and tactics. This is the part where we get to dive into the nitty gritty, the messy, messy part of success. This is the part that we can iterate and change and edit and try new things and uh, split test and all that stuff. That's what makes it so exciting to me. That's what makes it ever changing. And that's what takes that mindset, that impact and that innovation, and it applies it to actually the things we do in our business that create success for ourselves and our clients. So what I'm going to talk about in this episode, this introductory episode, just to kind of give you an idea of how these conversations are going to go, I'm going to share with you my most favorite right now strategy and tactic for business success. Okay. So I told you in the first episode that I run two divisions of my company. Uh, my main company is called Messenger Funnels, and that's my agency. That's where I actually create these experiences, these conversational marketing experiences for other businesses. And uh, conversational marketing is really, it's not just chatbots. It goes beyond that. And then I also have uh, my other division in my company called Bot Academy. And Bot is actually another acronym, and it stands for Building Omnichannel Tools. And that academy teaches people how to create businesses around conversational marketing automation. Okay. So there's my two businesses. Let me take Bot Academy. And it actually extends to Messenger Funnels as well. I do, ver I do the same thing in both of those businesses, just from a different point of view, to be honest. So let's take an agency and how I create success in my agency and how I help freelancers find freedom through bot building omni-channel tools and uh, how what, what framework I have around which we build that. So this framework is called the success path. And the strategy is to help a coach or a course creator or an agency owner or an e-commerce business or even a local business to uh, start from scratch and kind of be like, I want to you know, serve clients, but I don't know exactly how, or let's say I know how to build chatbots, or I know how to do Facebook ads, or I know how to build in high level, but I don't exactly know how to find clients who need that. It takes that person and helps really focus them. Remember what mischief stands for? Mindset, impact, strategic catalyst, helping innovative entrepreneurs focus. So let's take an agency owner. Now, when agency owners come to me, more most of the time they are going, yep, I've built a few bots for people. 
I've built one for an e-commerce business. I've built one for a coach. I've built one for a restaurant. I've built one for a realtor. I've built one for a dentist, right? You, you get the idea. They've built multiple custom bots. When they come to me, that's usually what happened. They've, they've seen some success, but each time they finish a project, they have to go out and try and find a new project. And that when they find a new project, they're just, they're just throwing a dart at a dartboard, hoping that anybody will hire them. Or they actually go on Upwork and apply or, you know, put their, their or in for a particular project or Fiverr. They put, put themselves out and said, I can build you a chatbot. Okay. Lots of people do that. Well, when they come to me, they're like, I'm tired of that because my revenue is never consistent. And you know, the reason is because they are constantly looking for the next new client and all the skills they just acquired and all the template or the, the actual structure that they just created that was successful for a particular niche or industry, they have to start all over and learn a new niche and learn a new type of marketing for whatever this next niche is going to be. So the first place, if you want to look at the strategy first, the first place we start is what niche do you want to focus on? And I know there's probably a bunch of you out there going, oh, that's bull. I don't need to worry about a niche. I'm just going to take every client. Why am I going to limit myself, right? I'm sure there's someone out there saying that. Is it you? <laughs> All right. I'm going to tell you right now. Cool. Keep customizing everything. If that's what you want and you want to stay there and keep customizing, or you want to just sell a template that really doesn't uh, get to a deeper level about a solution for a client, it just sells a template for a chatbot then awesome. Stay there. If you have enough clients, you don't need me. But if that's not you, and you actually are tired of customizing everything and the yo-yo and the roller coaster of revenue for a freelancer, then listen up. Number one, pick a niche. And I'm not saying you're just going to pick it just for out of the thin air or throwing a dart at a dartboard saying, yeah, that one looks good and go after it. No, we get deeper than that. If we've talked about mindset and impact and innovation, you think I'm just going to send you to whatever niche? Just pick a niche. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Of course, and I'm not going to do that. We're going to get very strategic about this. So when I talk about my strategy, I have a strategy for picking a niche. And in it, we specifically ask you what lights you up, what do you enjoy, and you score yourself. You list a bunch of ni different niches and the businesses in those niches or niches, whatever you want to say. And uh, you list them all, and then you score yourself on how much you really care about what they do. So for example, everyone who knows me knows that I will never build a chatbot for an insurance agent. I hate insurance. Sorry, I just do. So I'm not, why would I build a bot? Why would I, why would I help market an insurance agent when I hate insurance? So that's a zero on my list of niches, right? If I'm looking for a score of one to five, insurance gets a zero. Okay. So I'm going to ask you what, what lights you up? What do you enjoy? And for me, that's coaches, agencies, and e-commerce. As long as they have a brand, I don't want to, I don't want to help e-commerce businesses that just sell widgets. I had one client one time that all they sold was coffee makers and shower heads. Yeah. That ain't no brand. That's just selling widgets. Uh, so no, that doesn't light me up. <laughs> If there's a brand around it, you have a brand promise, you're helping people, you're maybe giving to a charity, all those things, then, then I, can, I can sink my teeth into that. I can help you promote that to the world. But if it doesn't have that, then nope, I, I can't really help you. So coaches, agency, e-commerce, those are my three main niches, the ones that light me up most. Okay. So after, after we ask you what lights you up, then we ask you, what do you know about? Well, I know a lot about coaches. I know a lot about agencies and I know, about, know a lot about e-commerce. 
right? Remember that first business I had way back in 2003 was selling maternity shirts online? (laughs) That was before e-commerce was a word. So yeah, I love those three things. And I know a lot about those three things. And then the next question is, can they afford you? The businesses in the niches that you have, have listed, can they afford you? And if the answer is yes, you again, rate yourself and rate them as to whether they can afford you if they're doing marketing already. Like um, lots of restaurants are not doing online marketing at all. So it's difficult to do Facebook ads for them or chatbots for them. Um, lots of dentists and um, chiropractors and people like that also aren't doing a lot of online advertising or online marketing. So if you're talking about chatbots or things like that, or Facebook ads, you're not going to really, you have to find a select group of people within or businesses within that niche that are already doing some of that uh, advertising or online marketing. Otherwise it's harder. doesn't mean you can't help them. It's just harder. So you're going to rate yourself on all those things. And at the end, you're going to give yourself a final score. So you're going to average up what your score is from one to five in each of those categories. Does it light you up? Do you know anything about it? And can they afford you? And then you're going to add them all up, divide by three and get your average. And the closest average number to five are your probably your most profitable niches that are waiting for you. So if you do that exercise, that's the strategy to help you figure out how to be successful. That's the first step in the strategy. And then I showed you the actual tactics that I use to help people pick a niche. Now, the strategy continues. Once you've picked a niche, it doesn't stop there. You don't just go out to all the dentists and go, hey, I'd love to build you a (laughs) chatbot, right? No. Now you have to think about what solution can I provide to the businesses in that niche? So you go from niche, then you go to solution. Are you doing Facebook ads for them? What do they need Facebook ads for? Is it butts and seats? Is it people to come to a one-day workshop to learn how to take care of their teeth? Is it uh, appointments? Is it like first-time free appointments to you know give them an evaluation of their spine for a chiropractor? Right? Is it a a challenge for a online educator, a coach, or a course creator where they're doing a five-day challenge? Is it trying to get people to show up to that challenge? Is it a webinar, or that you're trying to get people to show up to a webinar, right? So what's the solution? First, and in order to know what that solution is, you have to know what the problem is. So if you can tell, once you figure out your niche and you've gotten deep enough into that niche so that you know enough about it, then you should be able to tell what the problems are in that niche. And specifically the marketing problems, the pains, the marketing pains, I call them pains because it is, it's painful. It keeps them up at night. They're thinking, all right, I've got a webinar next week and I've got five people registered. What the heck? And typically my percentage of close for the people who show up to the webinar, that's just registered, (laughs) right? Normally 30% of them show up. So there it goes. Maybe two people are going to show up, right? And then out of that, I sell maybe 10%. Well, that's not even a whole person. Okay, so that keeps a, a, an online educator up at night, right? That. So how are you going to bring that person out of their pain, their marketing pain, and into bliss? That's what we do. So what is that strategy? What are you gonna, how are you going to solve that problem? How are you going to bring that person from pain to bliss? And that's the next step in the strategy. 
We've got all kinds of structures for that, teaching you about marketing, doing some research on the niche, figuring out what they, you know, even if you have to ask people, going into Facebook groups, asking people, and we're not asking people to try and sell them, we're actually gathering data. Okay. We're not, uh, we're not expecting people to hire us because we go into a Facebook group and ask them what's your pain. Okay. No, that's not it. This is much more personalized. We care a lot more about the people that we want to serve. So what, once you figure out a niche, now you have to think of what's the solution that they need in order to figure out the solution, you have to know what the pain is. And then once you do that, now you can look at, okay, based on the technology that I use, how can I actually build an automation to help them with that bliss? Okay, so that's your solution. Then you're going to look at, all right, I'm an agency owner and I now know my niche and I know the solution I'm going to provide for them. Now, where the heck am I going to find the people who need me? That's called prospecting. So the next thing is, how do you prospect? How do you find the people? How do you build relationships? No, I am not the gal to teach you how to do a cold email sequence and just reach out cold to people and try and get them to buy services from you. That's not what I do. I build relationships. So how can you build relationships? It's difficult. It's time-consuming. But we also have automations for that. Don't worry. So there's the next step in the strategy, prospecting. And then you get into the detail of the tactics of the prospecting. And that's what I'm saying. Where are you going to find people? Are your people hanging out on Facebook? Are they hanging out on Instagram? Are they on Twitter? And how can you build relationships with the right people who probably need your solution? Okay. And then the hardest part for almost everyone in agencies. I, I didn't find this difficult. I'm just a natural gabber. But the hardest part for almost everyone else is sales. And there are so many mindset issues around sales, right? I already talked about them on Monday, right? I talked about the money mindset. There, that's the biggest one. And so we have exercises. There's the, there's the tactics of how to get over money mindset. But the number one strategy that I recommend for people trying to build an agency or even a coaching practice where you're going to sell over the phone, my number one strategy for success, and this is the number one strategy that has brought me the most success, is to have zero expectation of a sale. I know, I know, that sounds absolutely bass backwards. Okay, but it's not. If you come to that conversation, if you actually get someone all the way through this process, you've figured out the niche, you've figured out your solution, you have prospected and found this is probably an amazing fit for my solution because they're in that niche and they have that need. And now you actually get that person on a Zoom call or a phone call with you, which is a miracle in itself, right? You get on the call and if you just try and sell them or you try and do a demo of your tech, you've lost. It's the only way someone's going to buy from that is if they already have made up in their minds that they need a chatbot person and they just think you're cute or they're, you're nice. No, you come to that call with a complete focus on serving and having zero expectation. I'm not saying you're going to build them a bot during the time of the discovery call. I'm not talking about that kind of giving. I'm talking about giving of your attention, your marketing knowledge, your ideas, and your focus without an expectation that they're going to buy from you. And the way this comes across is as genuine as it is presented, if you do it from that perspective. Because what happens is if you come in with an idea that I have to sell this person, and I've done this, believe me, there have been times when I'm like, you know, crap, the mortgage is due tomorrow. I got to make this sale. I get it. 
But if you come with that mindset of, I've got to make this sale, then your ears are only open to the opportunities that will get you that sale. And I guarantee you that your ears are closed to probably a lot of the warning signs that are probably screaming at you that this person is probably not a good fit for you because you're not listening to that. You're listening to only the fact that I need to make this sale. And believe me, my experience has been that most of the time when I make the sale just because I need the money, it always comes and bites me in the you know what. Okay? So come with zero expectations. Listen, ask questions, find out if you're a fit, find out if you even want to work with this person, and uh, you will be much happier. You will make a lot more money. Okay? That's the next step in the strategy. And remember, we're still in just strategy to make a successful agency, right? The last step, once you've got the sale, right? You've figured out the niche, who you want to focus on. You've figured out the solution that they need to their problem. You've prospected for the right people who need exactly what you have. You've gotten them on the call, had zero expectations, and they were so blown away with what you can do that, yes, they said yes, and they're paying you $3,000 to do it. And now, oh my gosh, I've got to deliver. (laughs) I've got to actually have systems in place that will help me and allow me to fulfill on the promises I've made. That is the last step and usually the easiest because there's all kinds of templates. And if you already know how to build chatbots or you do Facebook ads or you do GHL or whatever, then you already know how to do the tech thing that you said you were going to do. It's just systems to put it into place. How are you going to have a contract or an agreement? How are you going to send an invoice? Where are you going to send that? Is this an automation? Or are you going to use a, one of the programs like Dubsado or something like that that's going to allow you to do that automated? Or are you going to hire an admin that's going to help you do that? What's your process? Where are you going to get those things? And then once they come in, how are you going to have um, tracking so that you you finish the project. You can have a, a workflow document or you can have a needs assessment where you gather all the data, you gather all the emails, you gather all their logins and all that stuff. How is that process going to work? And that's the final piece in building successful agency. Though That's the strategy. But you notice we had to start with the most important process, which is who the heck are you serving? If you don't know that, then it's going to be accidental when you create success. And it's going to be very incremental, very sporadic because there's no focus. Remember, mindset, impact, strategy, catalyst, helping innovative entrepreneurs do what? Focus. And focus stands for follow one course until success. I learned that from JLD way back in, oh my goodness, 2014, 15, focus. You don't know where to focus unless you know who you're serving. So I just went through a pretty involved strategy. And if you do this, if you stop this recording and you sit down and you figure out each of those steps, believe me, you will at the end of it have a extremely successful agency or even coaching practice. The same process applies to coaching clients, to people who are building a coaching program. But before even that, you got to go all the way back to Monday and work on your mindset. Work on your mindset and the way you look at things. 
and how many different things you're chasing and how you're going to stop yourself from chasing those things or how you're going to stop yourself from procrastinating when it's uncomfortable. And it's, believe me, most of us, when we get to the prospecting and sales part, it's uncomfortable and we don't want to do it. So guess what? We go do something else. <laughs> and then when we do that, we're procrastinating and we, we never get it done. So we, when you deal with that mindset, you will then turn it around and actually create success. So my friends, that is what we're going to be talking about. We're going to get down into the nitty gritty, the nuts and bolts, the details that these amazing entrepreneurs have used to create success in their business and how you can take that framework that they've used and go back to Wednesday and innovate it with your own experiences and stories and technology and knowledge and create your own success. I hope Fridays are going to be as much fun for you as they are for me. And I hope you tune in to some of the most incredible entrepreneurs and the strategies they use for success and the tactics that I've ever met. All right. In the meantime, enjoy your mischief journey. See you Monday. Okay. Hold on. If your mindset was shifted, you were inspired to innovate and you were spurred into action. Don't just move on with your day. Focus, my friend, and take a few minutes to visit ceomischiefmaker.com to learn more about the value that was shared with you today. Please act now and create some CEO mischief of your own.